Coming up this week, a chlorine leak at the Disneyland Hotel sends two to the hospital. More closures are announced for downtown Disney, and Knott's Berry Farm begins work on a new roller coaster. Plus later, Tony revisits the Surf's Up breakfast at the PCH Grill. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 699, for the week of August 20th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan that perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spital. Hello. And Mary Jo is still traveling, taking an extended vacation to Spain. Um, and she is in, what does she call it, the Spanish countryside? Yes, she's, she's very much she's, in the Spanish she's spinning countryside. Ar- spinning it's around like, like Maria. Because that's what she yes. does. She spins yes. around with chairs or without. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and she is safe. She is, she is nowhere near Barcelona, so she is safe. All right. Uh, let's see. Hello to our friends in Mixler. If you want to listen and chat live every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Pacific, head over to Mixler.com, M-I-X-L-R.com. Listen and chat live with all the nice folks in there. Um, let's see. Also, the rest of the Diz Unplug family of podcasts. Uh, Dreams Unlimited Travel Show every Monday morning. The Orlando Show live Tuesday morning, um, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. Best and the Worst of Walt Disney World on Wednesdays. Universal Edition on Thursdays. And, of course, Diz Pop on Fridays. And then every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, The Daily Fix. Uh, your quick look at the day's Disney news. Uh, this week was uh, the first Coasting for Kids. Um, I'm not sure how it turned out. It seemed that it was slow. Um, I had a couple of Dizzers donate in my name, so I, I did raise $100 for Coast for Good Kids World. Uh, but there are still two more events to go. One I'm excited to hear more about is Bush Gardens Williamsburg. That's going to be on September 9th. And uh, Frontier City in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma is happening September 16th. So if you are near any, either of those cities and want to help raise money for Give Kids the World, head over to uh, coastingforkids.com and look at the details. Um, so tonight, while we are doing the show... Well, kind of, uh, almost, uh, the last two showings of Main Street Electrical Parade are happening. Well. Mm, I know. Or, or do we think they're not the last two showings? I've so learned never back. to count on it. I have a feeling it'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> if they can it, find it, a place to store it. It truly never glows away. Mm-mm. Yep. Well, they have that cute little warehouse that we keep seeing in all the commercials. Right. We'll just put it there with yeah, the right. sky bucket <laughs> and the flying saucer and the Yeti, although right. he's now in Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout. But um, oh yeah, he'll just go back into there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
sad, kind of. We'll see how that happens. Um, got got confirmation this week that the Annabella Hotel has finally closed. Um, that's one of those that was going to close for the AAA Four Diamond. Um, the the project was announced in like 2015, and they're barely closing now to to break ground. Uh, now the same group, the same people that are doing this one are also doing one at uh, the Anaheim. What was the Anaheim Plaza Hotel? <laughs> yeah. Um. And, but, they have a lot of work to do on that thing. Well, yeah, and and I, I they I was reading somewhere that that one was supposed to have been done already, but uh, they they may be things may be changing in well with the, with the political climate and what else is, all the other stuffs going on. I, I now I hear that they were going to wait until Annabella is done or what's going into the Annabella is done before they even start on the other one. Which makes sense, mm-hmm. I guess. It's you know money coming in to get they got to yeah. pay for pay for them. So, because it's because when I walked by there several times during the D twenty three expo, they were redoing the entrance. Yes, yeah. Well, what and, is it called? The Anaheim Inn. The, the they Anaheim, changed the name. The Anaheim Hotel. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, and, I mean, they're doing a little bit to it just to kind of spruce it up, but. The, the, it's supposed to be bulldozed because there's, there's no way they can spruce it up enough. No. To get the four, triple four diamond. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Um, also this weekend on Twitter, there has been a lot of conversation about, this is kind of related, about the east, uh, the eastern gateway. Which is. Oh, really? Or or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. You know, the, the parking... I was going to say, is somebody actually daring to mention that project? <laughs> yeah, that, well, just not not anybody official, no. Um, yeah. But that that they are running out of time to be able to break ground on it to have it done before Star Wars opens. Yep. So, and they wow. still, they still haven't gotten approval from the city. So, I mean, some are suggesting that maybe they should just build the parking garage alone and not the bridge part of it and use buses or something, but which makes sense. But so, if you're going to try and plan something into the infrastructure of the structure, yeah, no. So, so for screwed. folks that haven't heard all of our previous shows, what's oh, the hang up with this? Okay. So, okay. So they're, they are building a, a parking structure um, behind the good neighbor hotels that run along Harbor Boulevard, across the street from Disneyland. Uh, they purchased and are going to tear down the Carousel Hotel. Carousel whatever it is, Carousel Inn. Carousel Inn, I yeah. think. And make a pathway and a bridge there that goes over Harbor Boulevard into the Disneyland Resort. Um, they don't need the city's permission to build a parking garage, but they need the city's permission to build a bridge over the road. Um, and the merchants that, and the hotels and the restaurants along Harbor Boulevard are not too pleased about the project because any people parking in the structure would bypass all of those businesses. Um, Mm -hmm. you would, you would go through security near the parking structure 
and the the whole bridge area would be a quote unquote sterile environment. Um, yep. So, you know, the, and 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 I've, I think I've said this before on the show. I agree with them. Um, Disneyland's Disney, the Disneyland Resort is biting the hand that feeds. Um, if if all of these hotels and restaurants aren't there, especially the hotels. Where would the tourists stay with only three hotels on property? Well, what's interesting is that that they're going to bite the hand that feeds, but yet on the same hand, the new political climate in Anaheim seems to be wanting to bite the other hand that feeds. Oh, yeah, they do. Like, they need to have, like, a big brawl or something. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Michael. But but are the people who are parking in the parking garage going to be the same ones who go to the motels and hotels along that way? But the restaurants, they would be. Yeah, but they would just walk out of the park like we do now, go to the restaurants, and then return, walk back into the park. But but I think the... the, one of the first drawings was not going to make that very easily. That there wasn't going to be a a crossing there other than the bridge. Mm-hmm. You would have to go over the bridge and around the corner, and you know, it would take you right. take you three miles to get there. Yeah, so then people would want to hassle it. Yeah, yeah, they'd go to downtown Disney. Exactly, they, which is why they're building yeah. more dining. More rest. Yeah, yeah. And then wasn't there a thing too? Is architecturally, Disney had really taken away all of the things that made it pleasing to the eye. This uh, bridge. Yeah. That, well, that's uh, that's. I think that's one of the arguments of of the merchants is that the bridge is ugly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't. Well, think, I can see I, that. I don't think that's the. That's it's it's about the money. I mean. No. Well, yes. But. I I think that you're always going to call. Any kind of project that be that doesn't be behoove you mm-hmm. a an eyesore or mm-hmm. a thing, and oh, yeah. but it kind of would be a little bit of an eyesore. I mean, how big do you have to make this bridge so normal street traffic right? Because you got buses it. and everything going across there. Yeah, it's going to be right. They can't take the street out, and it's... they can't make a ditch in the street, kind of like the water bridge between the Contemporary and, and Bay Lake and Seventies. But and it's not like it's a a huge highway or something where the bridge is going to to fit in well it's it's going over a two or three lane road correct uh, hmm. so anyway we'll see i mean you know i have no i have faith that they would make it an attractive addition to the neighborhood however um, you can't fit something, you can't completely mesh something architecturally in with all the different styles that are along there either. So, <laughs> the chat room's asking about a drawbridge. Drawbridge, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the floats, Yay, thank you, so the floats can go by. Yes. <laughs> I think Torch is going to be a great new chatter, Adi. Mm. This is his first chat, and I, I think he's going to throw mm. some good comments. He I or she. I was going to say, sure. I didn't know it's not she. I, I don't know, officially. Okay. okay. Um, Alright. <laughs> Any other housekeeping? You guys are quiet tonight. I Well, you know, I'm a little depressed about the one set of news you got. So. Uh, don't worry. I be, you know what? Don't worry, Nancy. We got this. So, as I was, you know, not listening to the conversation that was so riveting between you guys, I found more news that Tom didn't find. Okay. So. Oh! Does that mean yeah. I can have the one thing as a rapid fire again? No. <laughs> well, because I'm not going to use. Yeah, I think 
I, 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 if I was the boss, I would say yes, but I'm not. Oh, I'm just you, beyond. And if so, I were the boss, I would say this conversation should have taken place before right? we went on the air. <laughs> of course. And of course, that's why that's Michael fine. is really the story. boss. That's a story of my life. <laughs> anyway, go on, Tony. What'd you well, find? It, you, you, no, you know, you're... Nancy, if it doesn't appear in the news, Nancy, then you're, then you're, it's fair game for, <laughs> for rep. Yeah, but there, there is an issue because, you know, me, I never remember. Oh, I know. So I could, it could probably be something that we recorded last week when I wasn't on. So uh, okay. we'll find out. Don't you message, be live. message me. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, that's right. Said that they would move the monorail beam. Oh, yeah, they were. They were moving it, which is weird because they they won't they won't ever expand the monorail. But then they're um they're gonna they're gonna move it just for yeah a bridge anyway. All right. If there is no other housekeeping, let's head over to Tony and be surprised about the news. Right. Hey, guys, do you remember talking about the San Diego Coastal Commission approving a new attraction at SeaWorld last week? No. 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 But then, you know what? We've got a story. Okay. So, All yes, right. And, All right, kids. Okay. We've got so a story. The coast, yes. So the Coastal Commission approved a new attraction at SeaWorld San Diego because, you know, I've got to say San Diego at least five times a show. Of course. And But That's two. this is kind of a big deal because the Coastal Commission doesn't approve anything. Yeah. Well, animals. So, um. A new coaster will offer park guests the only upside-down view of Mission Bay. So it's interesting. SeaWorld has never – the one in California has never right. been one to push the limits in terms of rides. The Orlando right. one has. Right. But I think right. they're realizing that they have no choice. Mm-hmm. So um, SeaWorld San Diego said it will begin building a new roller coaster immediately after the plans were approved by the California Coastal Commission. Electric Eel, featuring astounding loops, twists, and airtime – Will okay. bring a whole new level of excitement. Um, it will offer the only upside-down view of Mission Bay. They're going to use 1.2 acres of land in the park to construct the ride and a station for lockers. The proposal will also also called for the construction of an educational building where live electric eels will be housed in aquatic tanks. And then they cool. looked around, saying, "Are we good with the eels? Do we do? Is there anything wrong with the eels? You're sure we're good with the eels? Okay, don't, t- don't touch the eels." Yeah, I I, um, I remember them announcing this, but I'm glad but that now it's, it's actually it's, approved, right? Uh, because of its height, the roller coaster will be highly visible from many parts of Mission Bay, mm-hmm. and traffic impacts, blah blah blah. <laughs> but fact that the uh, but here's what the Coastal Commission paid attention: noise associated with construction activities or other operations has the potential to adversely impact marine mammals in the area. That's what it first said. Mm-hmm. But somehow, now they've given the green light, it's expected to only take nine months. Okay. Yeah, because every, everybody other than Disney can build attractions quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so, are, so are they riding, like, live killer whales on this roller coaster? Is that how they're getting around yeah, the live, whole li- live thing? Live yeah, eels. it's okay. interesting. They, they figured, okay, electric eels, they're electric, <laughs> people don't like them, we'll put them in a tank, and then we'll build a roller coaster right next to it. So... I'm just amazed the Coastal Commission did anything. Not to get too political, but yeah. So, well, and, but I also think, but this I remember might... when this first came out, when they were first talking about that, that we all assumed that they had to prove everything in the park and there were height requirements and stuff. But there apparently are pockets within the park that don't have the height requirement um, to them. Well, yeah, this is so, gonna be huge. Yeah, this is gonna be huge. 
But one thing I remember we talked years back with the whole Shamu uh, Blackfish thing mm -hmm. was, are they going to be able to reinvent themselves? Right. What's kind of interesting is how quickly they've been pushing to reinvent themselves. Like they've got to. They, no, yeah. I know. It's it's kind of it's it's in some ways not in a in a perverse way, kind of exciting to see them do it on the fly immediately. Yeah. So um, that's one of the ways they're gonna they're gonna do it. Oh. And then in real news, because now we can go back up north to yeah. Anaheim. Yeah. In real news, a Disneyland hotel employee and a guest were transported to an area hospital with difficulty breathing following a chlorine link. Link. Yes, that too. Chlorine leak. leak. A link. Sorry, a leak. Uh, they were released later in the day, Disneyland spokeswoman said. Shortly after 8 a.m. recently, a worker performing excavation accidentally severed a chlorine line between the hotel's pool and Goofy's kitchen. The line serves the pool. As a precaution... <laughs> I'm glad it doesn't serve the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm glad the, the, our, the research Well, there. they're connected. Yes. Uh, as a precaution, hotel guests were asked to remain in their rooms and employees were evacuated. I find that interesting, just the way that sentence sounds. Okay, you guys stay in your room. We're getting out of here. Yeah, right. Um, Anaheim firefighters evaluated and treated... We'll be number, right back. Yeah. Treated a number of hotel employees and guests at the scene for various medical issues. At least nine ambulances and several fire engines were on the scene. The leak was contained and guests were allowed to leave their rooms at around 10, 15 a.m. later that day. So I don't think we got anything else exciting. Mm, yeah. And so it, I'm going to I'm gonna stop with the news there, okay. Tom. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Good job. Good job, Tony. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And I know that some people, you know, I didn't plan, but you know, I think the whole new YouTube generation likes the live gritty. Yes. We're doing it on the fly behind the scenes. Let's open this box and see what's inside. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> all right. Time. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fire. I'll go first because it's all about roller coasters again. So, uh, just as we had talked about last week, Knott's Berry Farm announced a new roller coaster this week on National Roller Coaster Day. Hang Time will open next summer and will roughly take the place of Boomerang plus a couple other places. Um, Boomerang and, I don't know, whatever that other flippy one was. Um, Hang Time will be the first dive coaster on the West Coast, towering 150 feet over the boardwalk area. Hang time will send riders up a vertical lift hill into a raised 90-degree drop, then come to a complete stop at the peak, <sighs> leaving riders suspended for a few seconds and uh, at a 60-degree angle, giving the illusion that the track has disappeared. <sighs> Hang time will then send guests hurtling, that's my word, hurtling through 2,000, almost 2,200 feet of steel track, five inversions, including a negative G stall loop that will give riders the sensation of floating. Who's who's in line for that already? Me? Me? Anyone? Anyone? Mm -mm. No? I'll nope. cheer you on. Okay. okay. Um, to celebrate the announcement, I'm assuming, Knott's uh, has started selling their 2018 season passes. Uh, passes are $92 and for all of 2018 and include one visit in 2017. Head over to their website for that information, and payment plans are also available. Uh, again, this is going to open probably May, I would think, of 2018. Again, building roller coasters way quicker than Disney. 
Uh, all right, uh, Michael. Well, if, if you don't want to do, if you want to do something a little more sedate than roller coasters, okay, <laughs> I have the activities for you. Okay. You know, they always say that for uh, the movie studios, August is the dump month where they dump all the bad films into the movie theaters. My, my, my mother-in-law wanted to take Wes to the movies yesterday and like, he's like, I don't know what to say that I want to see. Yeah. Unless he wants to see something again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, but well, there's a whole bunch of um, fun films, Disney films that you might want to revisit uh, coming up. So for beginning September 15th at your local AMC, AMC Classic or AMC Dine-In Theaters, you can dream big, princess. And yes, that's you, Tony. Uh, This uh, what you can see is they are featuring some of the Disney princess films Uh, from September 15th to the 21st. You can see the 1991 version of Beauty and the Beast, September 22nd through the 28th, Mulan, Uh, September 29th to October 5th, Tangled, October 6th to the 12th, Princess and the Frog, and October 13th through the 19th, Brave. And so we will have a link to um, AMC in our show notes. You can get your tickets for that. Fortunately, we don't have AMC up in our area. Yeah, I don't know why. That's a bummer. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, But... If you are a Marvel fan, hey, you're not left out because it's Marvel Studios Week at Cinemark XD. That's the Century (laughs) Theaters. We do have those. This is August 25th through August 31st. You can see all 11 of the Marvel films for just $5 each. And what's really interesting is they have them grouped by theme. So I'm not going to run through all of them, but like as an example – on the first day, um, August 25th, it's Origins. So they have Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, and Doctor Strange. Then they have Cosmic. And then uh, and, that, and that's uh, on the 26th. And that's Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, Avengers, and Doctor Strange. They have fan favorites on the 27th. Then they have, uh, on the 28th, it's the best of Cap of caps Captain America. So they have Captain America, Avengers, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and... Um, Captain America Civil War. They have on the 29th uh, four films that are the first Avengers. On the 30th, they have Team Ups is the theme. It's both of the it's all the it's both of the Avengers films, the first Guardians of the Galaxy film and Captain America Civil War. And then on the 31st, it's just Guardians Day. And you can see both of the Guardians of the Galaxy films back to back. And these are five dollars each. So that's a really good deal. So um, uh, you'd spend more on popcorn at each of these films. (laughs) So, again, that's we will also have a link in our show notes to the Cinemark um, website. Finally, let's just say you have a fantastic sound system in your home and all that. You just want to sit back, relax and watch some treasures from the Disney vault. Well, on Monday, September 11th, you are in luck because Turner Classic Movies is having their next installment of treasures from the Disney vault. You will see these are some of my absolute favorites from when I was a boy. Swiss Family Robinson from 1960. Um, Kidnapped from also from 1960. Lonesome Ghosts. Um, that dis- Mickey Mouse short from 1937. Oh, this is a fun one. Blackbeard's Ghost from 1968. 
And um, Freaky Friday, the original um, from 1976, and Candle Shoe, which I really enjoyed, from 1977. And um, Craig and I will do a special um, Connecting with Walt bonus episode um, on this, so stay tuned for that. So lots of good um, um, cinema viewing for all of you Disney and Marvel fans out there. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Um, all right, let's see what Nancy pulled out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> do you have to, I, should I, I, have, do you should have I the, avert my do, eyes? Do I got, am a married do, man. Do you have the downtown Disney stuff ready to go? Um, well, gosh. Especially Ooh, after, I, especially after I, I included it in the intro. Well, you know, since Tony, okay, Tony left it out specifically. Yeah, I purposely left it out for you. Okay, perfect. I thank you. Now I feel so relieved I didn't have to talk about park merchandise coming to your local DisneyStore.com. Thank you. Okay, so my big sadness is that um, Vault 28 and, um, let's see, Fossil and... I think. Are they going all the way to D Street? Nope, just those two. No, just those two. Okay, I couldn't remember if they were going all the way to D Street or not. That is where they are putting the new Star Wars virtual reality experience. So, any thought of it going across the way into the evacuated area of Ride Makers and Build-A-Bear and, you know, Chappelle Hats... Well, that was going to be restaurants, I thought. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, but it was who all knows how long it's going to take them. It was all announced around the same time, so there was kind of the question as to. Mm. Yeah, I mean, do, do we know officially if they've got you know full contracts and can they start construction? And I mean, they haven't even talked about what's going in there, so you know who knew. But anyway, now we know, so that will um, be the place where this fall you can experience. The virtual reality experience. We have no dates. We just have unhappiness that that is going away. Um, Wham. The the two are scheduled to close by the end of September. Thank you. And then Star Wars. I can't remember the subtitle. Um, is opening by the holidays. So. Yeah. Is there anything in Vault Twenty Eight that couldn't be found elsewhere in the park at this point? Um, there's a few things, but not that much. It's kind of. Just basically the women's version of D Street, so so yeah, not really. You can find everything everywhere else. Okay. So, but it's still it's a cute, it's a cool little space. It has a great architectural hidden Mickey, Mm -hmm. and it was just a nice little quadrant. So I used to get my wallets there. Yeah. I haven't seen those in a long time. They haven't they haven't come out with any new ones. You're talking about the the Harvey's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, the, I, they didn't even have one um, for D23, no. I don't think. I know, it was sad. I was looking for, you know, decent Harvey stuff while they had that one bag. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, there we go. Thank you, Nancy, for bailing us out. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Tony, what do you got? Well, now everybody can turn off because it's the San Diego section hey, today. Oh, no, San Diego. So, That's three. Okay. Okay, yeah. Three, okay. Probably well, seven, anyways. I'm just... I'm... Yeah, exactly. So, did you know that San Diego was named after... Just joking. Okay. So, <laughs> food and the history. I'm just going to add things. They're having a food, wine, and brew celebration on September 23rd. So, I've given people plenty of time 
to adjust their day six to go down and throw some tax dollars this way because the roads really need it. But I digress. Anyways, it's San Diego's wildest tasting event. Enjoy globally inspired food, wine, and brew tasting event with more than 160 of Southern California's best vendors mixed with live entertainment and dancing set inside the world famous San Diego Zoo. You can buy your tickets now. It's, of course, it goes to wildlife funds, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's see. They have wineries, uh, seven zones of the zoo with entertainment around every corner. Soar above it all on Sky Fari. Light up the night at the glow party. Do we have to have a glow party every yes. amusement park? Yes, yes. Like, it's okay. Well, they have a glow party, too. And dance like a rock star at seven live stages throughout the zoo. Uh, there will be, oh, wait, Joan Embry show seven to eight 30. I didn't oh. realize she was still around. I like, I really didn't. I thought, she, but that's, I love Joan Embry. Yeah. Um, all of the groups are ones I haven't really heard of, but just in case Bayou brothers, DJ, Deborah Gore, Josh Ferreira, Mikan Zlatkovich, sensation show band, the counterfeits and Nova Kane, coolest name I've heard. <laughs> of a, I don't know. I love that. Well, not, uh, not not better than Global Hygiene Revolution. No, I said of a band I haven't heard. Oh, God, Obviously, okay, everyone's so. heard of. Yeah. 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 So we we they used to open for us. Remember that, Michael? <laughs> then, mm-hmm. um, activities. There's a Critter Casino. No what? idea what that is. A pick your prize drawing, Dave and Buster's game. Wait, a Critter Casino? Does that mean I can win a killer whale? (laughs) That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yes. An eel. This is how they're getting rid of those eels. Is this at the zoo? This is at the zoo. This is at the zoo. So you win a panda. Okay. Yes, you win a... Yes. Um, Well, then I don't have to worry about them not serving them at... at, (laughs) Well, that's perfect. That's perfect, then, because it's roulette. The black or white. It's a panda. Now... It is a fundraiser, and again, it's a fundraiser. Joan Embry's going to be there. There's a casino, so obviously it's going to be a little pricey. Uh, there's general admission, which is $125. Ooh, okay. Uh, but there are 100 uh, – oh, they've already moved up to 125 It's from 730 to 11 and it is a fundraiser. Okay. Um, so I know. And then um, – there's all these other things you can, all these other drawings you can do. I actually think it might be worth, worth it just to see Joan Embry. I'm just mm-hmm. throwing out some other things that you could possibly do. And, uh, oh, if you want the VIP experience, mm-hmm. you get to cuddle with the animal of your choice. No. <laughs> You're, get the ro- It doesn't say what it is. It says get the royal treatment at San Diego's Tastiest Night for wildlife with exclusive lounges, early access to the party, and a dedicated interest. Entrance. I feel like this might be more for the Vegas club crowd. Just saying with animals. I don't know. Oh, see, I just thought you'd walk around the zoo and you'd choose them for your menu. Which one? I want a little gazelle <sighs> and I want, you know, a little flamingo. And I'm you know? not that bad. <laughs> well, but Michael, I think with the VIB experience, since it doesn't say you can't do that, that might be what you get for $200. Oh, Actually, be 225 so yeah, I think you do get to pick your. You pick okay, your okay. I want another d- rapid fire do over now that Tony's done that. <laughs> no, not that my. No, not I have a rapid- really good one. I think okay. So I've never. I know because obviously I'm hijacking the show with Nancy. Um, because my rapid fire was so weak. I really do think Nan. I think I think Nancy might, and we've got tons. And we have well, tons and this one's actually coming up really soon, and it's something really fun that people can do if they're visiting Disneyland over Labor Day weekend and they want to do something to get away from the crowds. 
uh, Knott's Berry Farms fireworks? No. Oh, okay. This is Paramount Studios. Uh, Paramount Studios oh, okay. is hosting their taste food event. No, again see, that's a week. No way. That's just as bad as mine. It is just like as bad as yours, like... but it's <laughs> no, even she's... better. Well, it's well, just as bad as yours, but, but even better. better yes. yes. You're five years old, Nancy. <laughs> no, I mean, actually, I've actually My done rapid this, fire and... can beat up your rapid fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've actually done this with my sister-in-law. In fact, she reminded me of it today. You are definitely was... a five-year-old. How many people have done this? Me, me, we've all done it. I've done it with my sister. You don't even have a sister-in-law. Okay, <laughs> when do you get... Like walk around movie studio backlots and eat to, and drink to your heart's content. Mm, Thursday. I don't know. Thursday. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I was like, wait, are you doing something? <laughs> no, <I'm> just. <laughs> anyway, it's it's like Friday night, seven to ten thirty. Uh, Friday, September first, and it goes Saturday and Sunday as well. Um, tickets for opening night are one hundred and fifty, um, and there's bands and restaurants and all kinds of good stuff um new this year for saturday and sunday you can upgrade the taste to the next level by green room access which has Ooh. free parking inside the P paramount picture studio gates as opposed to parking in the lot for 13 bucks i just want to go through those gates those are cool gates they are cool gates um and you actually get to enter through those gates when you get to park Ooh. inside but um the green room has uh, has some special wine tasting experiences and stuff like that. Um, Saturday is Field to Fork, so it's inspired by Southern California's agricultural roots and do-it-yourself attitude. Um, all kinds of leading LA chefs, including Sang Yoon from Luke Sean and Father's Office, Miles Thompson from Michaels. Um, several. There's going to be all kinds of. Um, Family Farms, um, Coleman Farms, Weiser Farms, Manuela, um, they are going to be discussing imp the importance of eating local. Um, $95 for um, tickets for that day and 145 with the green room upgrade. And then Sundays, I mean, the tastes are good portions and they're really, really good and really fun and all kinds of stuff. Um, Sunday is Flavors of L.A., um, it's going to be touring the rich and diverse culinary scene of LA. Um, they're going to explore Korean barbecue. Um, How far is this all from Disneyland? It's not that far. It's down in Hollywood right. at the Paramount Studios okay. off of Melrose. Um, tickets on Sunday are going to be 130, 180 with Green Room up, Update. And uh, yeah, it's this is a really fun event. Um, L.A. Times subscribers save $25 on Saturday and Sunday. L.A. Um, Times.com slash the taste. Cool. And it's hashtag taste L.A. and at taste L.A. at the taste L.A. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So nice. it is a really fun event. It is totally worth it and really super yummy. Okay. Uh, speaking of fun events, um, just an update on Mickey's Halloween party. Just so far, two dates have sold out. No other dates have sold out. And those are the two Fridays in uh, the first two Fridays in October, which I'm looking at the calendar. I think that's the 6th, 6th and the 13th. Yeah. Those two dates have sold out. Everything else is available, but uh, you never know when that's going to change. So if you're heading to the Mickey's Halloween party, 
Uh, make sure to get your tickets. Um, as reminder, as Mary Jo talked about a couple weeks ago, I think, or was that you last week, Nancy? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. Uh, Chalk Walk is coming up. Chalk Walk is coming up next weekend, which is a fundraiser for the Children's Hospital Orange County. Uh, so the parks may be busy on Sunday. And then the following weekend is the uh, Disneyland Half Marathon. Uh, so keep in mind that the next two weekends, the parks are going to be interesting. Um, also, if you are a fan of um, Pixar... And a fan of wearing race clothing, even necessarily you're not, not even though you're not necessarily in the race. Um, the <laughs> Run Disney Expo is at the Disneyland Hotel Exhibit Hall that weekend, and the theme to all of the clothing this year is Pixar. So uh, mm-hmm. there's Toy, Toy Story stuff, uh, Monsters Inc., and The Incredibles are emblazoned all over the the merchandise. So it looks like some fun stuff. So if you are in the neighborhood, head over. Sit. Um, I know Ubu. Ubu. If you're in the neighborhood, if you're at at the resort and you want to take a look, it's free to go into the expo at the Disneyland Hotel Exhibit Hall, and that's on I think it's uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Or anyway, check 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 uh, the Diz for details on that. Anyway, all right. Anything else? No? Good. Okay, cool. Uh, for those of you listening live, Tony's going to talk about Mickey and Friends. Uh, that's going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.